Today we are talking with a true master of the game about creating a referral-worthy customer experience across the board. And this guy's got over three and a half decades of experience doing this, so you don't want to miss this one. So don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shattered the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really happy to be here with you today. And we got a really awesome episode with a man by the name of Joe Foley, who he's uh, he's the founder of Dis.com. He's got three and a half decades worth of experience, and he really knows his stuff. So we're going to dive into a lot of the ins and outs of how he has really weathered all the storms in his business and how he's pretty much stayed on top and really has accumulated a wonderful Rolodex of customers along the way that continue to refer him to other new people each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. But before we get there, just a quick thank you, as always, to update people on how the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read is doing. You know, we're uh, over 550 global ratings on Amazon, so many five-star reviews, just hundreds. And uh, we're over 600 subscribers on YouTube channel, Andrew Cap. And really, again, I couldn't be happier. I'm so excited with the wonderful feedback. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the great emails I'm getting from people about how much of an impact the book and the YouTube channel is really having on them. And uh, I'm looking forward to keep getting that. So please, you know, keep the feedback coming, keep the emails coming, keep the positive reviews coming. I love them all. But with that said, let's waste no more time. I'm going to switch mics and we're going to dive on into our featured interview of the day. So today I am I'm really excited for the, today's guest. It's a, it's a new friend of mine. And... Uh, Usually I, I have like a really like long bit of details that I like to give, but I kind of think that the brilliance of this guest is going to be revealed more in the conversation. So I'll begin by saying that Joe Foley is the owner and client experience officer of disc.com. And, you know, disc.com has been in business for 36 years. And while obviously people think like, Hey, that's CDs, DVDs, book binder, uh, USBs and things of that nature. I mean, it goes so much deeper. We're talking, you know, fulfillment on guitars, golf clubs, health supplements, like you name it. So um, really, you know, that track record, that, that only speaks a little bit to the business itself. But really, I'm more interested in getting you guys to know the, uh, the person behind it, um, who's just a really fantastic human being. So with that said, uh, Joe Foley, thank you so much for being here and welcome to Shatter the Mold. Hi, Andrew. I am so pumped up to uh, be here. I've listened to your uh, uh, podcast and some of your other cool uh, uh, guests, so I'm really excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited to have you. You're probably like, well, how come they get the big intro and I get the one that's on the fly? What's going on here? <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but yeah, I think actually it really speaks to, to who you are because you know someone that's been in business for 36 years knows what it means to, to work on the fly and knows yeah. what it means to, to handle things that are unpredictable, to build systems, to build strategies, to really have a strong foundation execute on it, and also to, to carry themselves with a level of integrity. Because um, as I understand it, if I'm not mistaken, like 70% of your new business is referral. Like the only reason all these people are coming is because your company did such a good job for someone else that they told that person about you. And, and there you go. And I think there's no clearer indication 
of a good company than one that's referral based because you can't really fake that. Yeah. You're, you're so right. Like people ask, you know, how did, how'd you guys manage to keep going for 36 years? And when I think back, uh, a lot of it comes down to one thought, which was we just listened to our clients and heard what they needed. And then we adapted our services to meet their needs. So it wasn't like some complex strategy other than listening and trying to be of service. Right. And, you know, this, this call that we're having, I mean, this is off the, the strength of a, you know, a regular friend, friend to friend call where we had, and we yeah. just talked about stuff and I really enjoyed picking your brain. And <clears throat> that was one of the points that you brought up about like listening to people. Like, as I understand it, um, for example, you guys did a lot of big business. I think if I remember like duplicate discs, um, yeah. Not because it occurred to you to do it, but because it was requested of you. So that business re- kind of like that leg of your business revealed itself just because there was a demand and you chose to live up to that and make it work for the clients. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when we started it, we just sold the uh, boxes of 10 diskettes and we'd put companies' names on it, you know, like United Airlines or Motorola. And um, customers started to ask us if, if we could duplicate their programs and we said, no, sorry. And then somebody called up and said, would you like to buy a disc duplicating machine? And we go, yeah, that would match one of our uh, customers needs. So um, 200 machines later, we were making huge amounts of uh, computer software copies. Right. Just by listening. If I'm not mistaken, as, as one example, for, for those that might remember, and I know that I'm old enough to, um, <clears throat> any of those like those AOL discs that used to yeah. come in the mail, that, that was done by your company, like the duplication and sending process, right? Yep. And they, they, were, they were huge. So we only did a small, small part of those. And we did some of the other uh, um, browsers that turned out to be not so successful. There mm-hmm. was a time in the, before the dot-com bust or whatever that was where um you know there were maybe 10 companies competing for your your attention there on the browsers so we right. sent a lot of those out yeah i remember netscape <laughs> yeah that was cool. one of my favorites yeah it, it, it worked right mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so one thing i didn't mention in your intro but i did want to make sure to, to bring up is i don't know if you call this your slogan or your tagline but i know a huge part of your company and I guess a huge part of the philosophy behind the company is delivering inspiration and specialized knowledge. Right. And, um, you know, I know that in the past, like you've had clients like uh, Eben Pagan under mm-hmm. the David D'Angelo moniker, mm-hmm. which, you know, on the surface looked like, you know, it was just about picking up women, but it was actually about making men better and right. kind of inspiring them to, to, to level up their game, just like not in terms of dating, but just in terms of life. Um, were there any like, you know, of those programs where it's about information products and it's about helping people that kind of stand out in your mind that like you were really proud to be a part of, or just really got uh, a huge impact or impression out of? Oh, uh, oh, definitely. Um, one, one of my favorite clients, what is, uh, Brendan Bouchard. He had so many, uh, um, products in physical products in the beginning days of information marketing that um, really f- made me feel proud because I knew his intentions were to train people on speaking, 
um, you know, all kinds of uh, personal development. And still to this day, he has so many uh, books, uh, planners. He even has a line of supplements that we're shipping. Mm-hmm. All of his training products are all online now, but uh, we still sh- uh, ship a lot of stuff for him. Right. He's definitely one of my favorites. And, and, you know, you guys really are the go-to in terms of fulfillment if somebody has something that they want to get out there. Yeah. Because, again, like you said, you, you guys deliver and you adapt. Again, it's like someone needs to send guitars, you do it. Golf clubs, you do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, <laughs> when you have a business model like that, which in many ways is flexible, like what is the top kind of challenge that you find yourself or at least used to find yourself encountering that you had to get past when it came to trying to meet all these different needs? Hmm. Well, it, it, um, I don't remember them as being so much challenges, just more of, uh, opportunities. Like, like when you mentioned, um, the golf clubs, you know, that, that all started from, uh, a guy who had, uh, all kinds of training videos to how to be a better driver, better putter, better chipper. And then he wanted to have a golf hat. And then, you know, it just kept going into now the warehouse is full of, uh, you know, actual golf, golf clubs. Mm-hmm. So there weren't any real challenges. It's more, more of opportunities. The same thing happened when you mentioned the guitars, you know, that started out as uh, CD and DVD training. Wow. That's great. I mean, I think that's a really it's such a critical perspective that most people don't have. And, you know, you almost can't blame them because I mean, especially people that are starting out of business, there's so many different things that, that might come out of nowhere, but you know, while it's easy for anyone, including us to say this from the outside, looking into somebody else, Mm -hmm. you who've kind of gone through the paces and gone through the challenges and they're not challenges that you view them as opportunities. It seems to be a much more like not only empowering attitude, but healthy and useful and even strategic attitude because it gets you prepped to really go in the right direction if you need to without bogging down and kind of like feeling sorry about yourself that you have this new task. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, like when um, clients say, you know, it's kind of like they think we're going on our way to the funeral when they say, what are you going to do with everything going digital? And, uh, we were confident that people would still be buying uh, books and we knew we could ship the supplements and gift boxes, you know, so right. we, did, we didn't panic. We just, all we have to do is slight pivot to be successful. Right. And for you, it, it wasn't even a thing where like, it's time to pivot for the first time. It's like, yeah. oh, we've been pivoting like this whole time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, in the beginning when the, computer software was on diskettes every time uh windows would need a would issue an update every other client we had had a uh update their software so those were glorious times with massive reorders hmm. then uh, then all of a sudden i went to lunch with uh one of our best clients and he owned this company called install shield and he used to be this little wizard used to come up and said, uh, install shield wizard is now installing your software. And he told me about the internet. He said, well, software is going to get downloaded on the internet. And I was like panicking. Oh my God, hmm. the, the end is near. And he said, no worries. You, you, 
there'll be fulfillment for the rest of your life. So he actually gave me the, the insight long before um, we actually learned it on our own. So that was pretty mm -hmm. cool. That's definitely a pivot. I believe it. I believe it. And, you know, I, I mean, I imagine, you know, 36 years in business, you've probably run into like a lot of people, whether, you know, some were smart, some were insightful, some were just brilliant. Are there any people that kind of stand out in your mind that you met along the way that, that just taught you like either a, a business insight you never would have thought of, or even like a life philosophy you never would have occurred to you? Like, is there someone that stood out in the course of that and all these people, especially since a lot of this is info products and even on the level of self-improvement that really yeah. just blew you away. Yeah. Well, the, of course I mentioned that Varesh, he was the founder of that software company, but, uh, and Brendan Bouchard is definitely influential in my career, but another guy uh, that was amazing is Jeff Walker. Mm. We did his first uh, product launch formula shipment and we we didn't even know what it was we all we did was copy these dvds print a book put it in a box and and he wanted it all shipped out so that everybody got it at the same time we had no idea what we were doing uh you know what the content was and then uh a few weeks later he called up to thank us and he said that he was having a live event he said you and cindy that was the uh account rep for jeff you guys should come to my event. And we were like, we were talking to our, each other and we're like, what, why should we go to his event? We already have, we already got the order. You know what I mean? And we got the business. Come on. Yeah. But he, he told us we should come positively. You have to be there. I promise you. So, so we went there, we still didn't know really what we were doing, but he and uh, right around 1030 at the first break on the first day, he said, does, it, does anybody here know uh, uh, Joe and Cindy from Dis.com? And um, nobody knew us. And he said, well, Cindy, Joe, are you guys here? And we stood up and he said, well, you guys are going to want to know them. You might want to stop and say hi to them at the break because uh, they're the ones that shipped out my product launch formula that all the people at the event had received. And... Um, we stood out there from the first break till lunchtime, you know, getting uh, business cards and opportunities. And from that day on, uh, we started to be, have a focus on information marketing. Mm -hmm. So that Jeff Walker definitely changed the, that was a pivot. And it wasn't like a brilliant move on my part. It was just uh, giving good service to Jeff led to all that. Yeah, it's so it's, it's so interesting to hear that story because obviously it speaks to a real intentionality that mm -hmm. his whole purpose of getting you out there is like he knew he was going to do that. He knew yeah. he was going to um, put a, the spotlight on you and he knew that it was going to help your business. And, you know, obviously from a strategic standpoint, it's like, well, yeah, let's let's keep, uh, you know, this dot com in business because I wanted to keep doing well for me. And then yeah. you can even say like, you know, you can be cynical and be like, well, now maybe he'll owe me something, but I think it's sort of like just Jeff being a good person, paying yeah. it forward, just like trying to choosing to be that, that entrepreneur that connects people and that mm -hmm. understands that it's all about like rising up together and right. that he was very happy. Like, I think he received, I'm assuming I'm in his head right now or speaking for him, but I'm assuming he just had a really positive experience with you yeah. and, you know, he wanted to make sure other people knew about it, which I think 
people in business right now, whatever they do, they might not realize sometimes that the level of service that they give is impacting others and their own business in ways that they might never see. They might never get a chance to be in a room and stand up, but they might have somebody singing their praises without them knowing just because they did a good job to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so cool to uh, get referrals. They just make you feel so good and then they inspire you to try harder. It's just like a, um, I just love it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, one thing, I mean, I'm switching gears a little bit, if I remember right. Um, it's funny. It's been, it's been a, a blurry two weeks of conversations, but I remember mm-hmm. you and I were talking a little bit about my book and yeah. we were talking about the law of attraction mm-hmm. and the, the, the feeling I got from you was like, there was a certain level of impact that that philosophy has also had for you. And I'm not sure if it's also had it for the business, but I figured I'd bring that up. And I wasn't sure if it was regarding gratitude or something else specifically, but um, what was really coming to mind for you about that, that when you brought that up to me? Oh, well, um, being that I'm into personal development because of Brendan Bouchard. And before that, um, you know, I had the Think and Grow Rich book and I was, definitely a fanatical student of, of personal development my whole life. Mm. And uh, the law of attraction, of course, is one of them. You know, I do the daily uh, affirmations. And, and then when I met you and I heard about, about your book and knowing it was going to be the last book I ever needed to read, I was like, you know, excited, excited to read it. And, and your book helped me out. Um, because uh, it tells you through the through the course of reading the book, all the little things that come up that distract you and uh, can get in your way. But right now, I'm I'm focusing on my. Uh, I have a gratitude list every day. I was always grateful, and you know, I thought about it every day. But now I have this specific list that I read, and it 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 starts from you know when I was young with my parents. It's just like a bullet point list that it makes me smile every day when I go down the, the list. And then I even did one of your uh, advanced techniques of scripting mm-hmm. that I'm finding is really helpful. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's always good to hear. And it's actually, it's, it's really no surprise that you're telling me that you've, <clears throat> you've studied personal development in some way, shape or form for a while now, because yeah. even in your earlier answer about challenges really being opportunities, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's easy to, it's easy for a jaded or cynical person to be like, oh, that's just word games. And that's just like yeah. lying to yourself. It's like, no, 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 no. This is a genuine perspective yeah. and a genuine approach because that's what actually makes a genuine difference. Right. Right. Awesome. Just like that computer software uh, situation where the, the whole business basically could have ended, but luckily uh, we had learned how to print the user guides and uh, getting started manuals that used to come with software, mm-hmm. but we're still printing today. You know, now we, now we print all these books for people that have digital courses, but they have a, a book that they want to do a free plus shipping offer. Right. Got it. So, so since you brought that up, like free plus shipping, that is, I think for some people, it's such a, a foreign concept and for others, it's kind of obvious yeah. Like when you, you know, when you talk about free plus shipping, you know, I imagine, you know, here's my understanding of free plus shipping mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll see where it goes, but you know, someone pays $7 for, um, 
to ship a prop, to ship a book, right? Right. Well, the book costs two bucks to print and it really costs, you know, maybe four or five bucks. So they're either breaking even or maybe they're making a buck, right? Right. But it's really about changing, um, you know, giving people, I mean, still really a super affordable book, but mm-hmm. there, it's basically just finding a way to get a book in the hands of people's hands so that it can then introduce them to that business. Is that a fair yeah. way of putting it or am I missing something? No, that's totally, totally fair. And some, some people even uh, gladly lose money per book, you know, like if they, it might cost them $11 and they sell it for $7.95, but because they're able to deliver their valuable content to a potentially new raving fan client and, and of course you get their email and their address and, um, then you get the opportunity to continue to communicate with them. That's mm-hmm. where the true value comes in uh, is connecting with that person who got your free book a year later and they engage in, um, you know, something of higher value. Right. And hopefully, ideally, someone that's especially losing money, at least on the front end, they've worked out the numbers and they've worked out the system and their funnel oh, yeah. and their marketing message so that really on the back end, the money will, will come back on some kind of higher, more uh, higher ticket sale, so to speak. Oh yeah, definitely has to be tested. It's just like doing uh, you know, Facebook advertising and stuff, you know, you, you only put a lot of money into it after you know that it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Um, Guys like uh, Frank Kern and Jeff Walker, they can order 50,000 books and know that they could, you know, turn that into a success. Whereas right. other, other people um, might be a good idea to start with 50 books, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And you know, is that something where you guys will do that? You'll take an order and you'll print the 50 books or you're just doing the fulfillment end of things. No, we, like, we, we print the, the books as well. Mm, nice. Yeah. And we have, those those are the same machines while well, they're newer models, but the same machines we used to print the the user guides that came with software. So so we have twenty five uh, years experience of printing books, and so we're able to do uh, books for uh, live events, you know, or workbooks for online courses. Mm-hmm. So anything that's digitally printed. Um, and the cool thing is we can turn stuff around uh, in just a few days because we have so many machines and so much capacity. Nice. I, a, I can, you're saying, yeah? I was just going to add, because we have such a big team too. You know, we have 120 people at DISC, so. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I could only imagine what the, the bill looks like for the uh, ink cartridges for yeah. all those machines, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one right off in the business. Um, yeah. cool. And you know, one thing also, I know we're jumping around a little bit, just there's, there's so many little things I want to touch on. Cause I know even through this conversation, some, some good lessons and insights are popping out anyway, but I understand that one of the things that you took on was I think like a, like a bunch of a uh, docu series, correct? Yeah. So I'll just speak on that a little bit. Like what, how, what inspired out? Like what was the first one and, and what really came of it? Oh, um, so glad you asked me that because you were asking, you know, like which, which uh, clients were super, you know, influential. And, but then I did want to talk about the docu-series because uh, I think it was maybe four, four years ago. Um, the guys from Truth About Cancer um, contacted us. It was a referral 
thank thank God because uh, it was the biggest order of our career, and um, it was amazing. We worked twenty four hours a day for I think ten ten weeks to get all the DVDs and books printed and packaged and shipped out. The team was exhausted. You know, we had temporaries helping, people working overtime. So we were just dead tired. It was like uh, being in a race. And But the whole time we were doing it, everybody had this smile on their face because we felt so good that we were working on something to... We thought about people that had cancer, you know, we thought about their families, the doctors, everybody involved in uh, that. And it just made us feel amazing. So um, docu-series was another kind of pivot or turning point for us. Now we've done like 45 docu-series since that day. Wow. And that's amazing. We don't create the cool content, but we get the good vibes, the good feeling of um, just doing, doing the hard work and shipping it out and knowing that that box that we just packed up is gonna, you know, make a difference in somebody's life. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting to hear you say that that was the biggest order ever, because I know that like, again, based on what I know about your company and I know about some of the people that I've worked with you over the years and the kind of business they've done. I mean, to say that that was the biggest, was that because, there were so many people getting it or because each of the packages had so much to them? Well, it, they were uh, big packages, but it was because of the quantity. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one, one day um, I can, I can close my eyes and picture uh, five uh, semi trucks pulling out with uh, the truth about cancer uh, packages. Now that, that was one day. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, they, they touched so many, I think it was the biggest uh, docu-series ever. And uh, of course, maybe 75% of the people uh, just view the videos online, you know, get the digital packages. Mm-hmm. Some even watch them just for free and don't purchase. So they touched millions and millions of people around the, the world. But um, the physical package, which came out to be 25% of the people bought the physical product. Mm-hmm which small percentage, but for us, it was gigantic. Yeah. These volumes for the other 70%, 75% also, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Awesome. So I know, um, again, we, we've skipped around, <clears throat> pardon me. And, um, you know, I don't want to also, I don't want to waste an opportunity with someone who's been in year, like business for 36 years. So, you know, I have to ask, and hopefully it's not a too off kilter question, but like, you know, what in your experience you think is the best marketing advice that you think to share with other people, regardless of where they are in the life of their business? Hmm. Best marketing advice. Well, that that's tough because we've been through a lot of stuff. We used to do the advertising um, magazines, <laughs> not anymore. Um, now, everything we've done, I'd say referral. Mm-hmm. Referrals is still the, the best marketing advice I could give to anybody. And that's to listen to your customers' needs and serve them, keep in touch with them, listen to everything they're saying, uh, never tell them no. Um, 
I know like uh, we've made some labels for the biggest label company in the world Mm -hmm. because we could make them faster than they could order in their own company. Wow. You know, so we got to be adaptable, flexible. So, so what I hear from you is like, you know, best marketing advice is care enough to make your current customers raving fans and they'll do your marketing for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. For sure. Um, What's the biggest win you can think of just in terms of like, based on either a decision you made or someone else made, like what's the biggest thing you remember in your company where some kind of decision was made or or something happened and it gave you like such a huge win that you wouldn't have expected? Mm. Boy, that's a tough one. So we already mentioned the, the, the Jeff Walker, the mm-hmm. Stahl Shield. Um, yeah, you're right. Going, we, we, we kind of answered already. Right. Maybe there's another one. <laughs> yeah, going to the uh, live event. That was cool. Um, oh, I, it was easy. I just needed a little time. Um, in 2011, um, a lot of my clients were going to this uh, mastermind group called uh, Joe... It was Joe Polish's called the Genius Network Group. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be there so bad just to hang out with my clients. Because a lot of times I get the cool clients like uh, Jeff Walker and Brendan, people like that. But I don't really talk to them. It's our team working with their team. Right. So when I went to that mastermind group, um, it definitely changed my uh, business, changed my personal life by being able to um, connect with other entrepreneurs. I got so much good advice, so much caring, new friends. It was amazing. So now um, it's going on uh, 10 years. I guess next year will be 10 years with that group. And um, it's amazing. Wow. It's funny how things can go so fast and, and they can last so long without you even like realizing like before you know it, you wake up and 10 years in the same mastermind with the same people. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I have a few, only like one or two more questions. Well, first okay. of all, before I forget, um, obviously if people want to connect and find out more about you, I imagine disc.com D I S K, correct? Yeah. Were there then- any, yes, you're saying. And then to make it even more simple, my email is joe at disc. Beautiful. So seven letters and and you got me. Nice. So if someone wants to reach out and find out more and, and get things going. And because yeah. I think also, and, and this is something I want to, to make sure to bring up, uh, you know, it is true that a lot of people go digital. And even right now, the stuff I'm doing is digital. But I think there's something to be said for people that really want to make a statement with mm-hmm. physical because there's nothing like sending something along where people can you know get it in the mail open it up and hold it in their hands so i imagine like a number of people that you work with it's not even that they're they're only physical like a lot of their stuff is digital but they've got like some kind of high ticket product Mm -hmm. and they want to make sure to make a really good impression on top of that yeah my my favorites uh pete pete vargas from advance your reach has the speaker training and uh he has this uh online course Mm-hmm. And he sends you um, through through us. We print, uh, a, I think, uh, a workbook for each week, and we put it inside an envelope. We ship it. Of course, there's a cool little 
coffee mug and a pen and um, it just makes it and you don't open up you know envelope two till you're done with envelope one it just keeps you uh you know in, involved and right. I think it's great to uh when you give your clients the the respect you know and give them the option too you can say heck everything's available on all digital but if you like a physical workbook give it right. to them and chances are they'll want to pay a little bit extra to get it I was about to say, you'd be surprised how many people feel perfectly fine putting down extra money because for whatever reason, they enjoy having that thing that they can put on their bookshelf or put on their coffee table or put on their nightstand or whatever. Yeah. Or even a a backup copy. You know how uh, the internet is amazing, but occasionally there's some bandwidth issues and having a USB with, you know, all all the PDFs, videos and audios uh, as a backup is pretty cool as well yeah it goes a long way it's even one of those things where people will get it in the mail and they'll never even think to touch it until that day where they have to look up something and they they just so happen to be having internet issues and they're like oh my god i'm so glad that i have this thing right here yeah or they're so lucky that they're uh, up in a mountain or out on their lake cottage or something Mm. at that time and i also uh have been shipping you know because of uh the pandemic and uh, canceling of the live events, I've been shipping a lot of uh, boxes to virtual uh, event attendees. Mm. So that that's a nice way to, it's super exciting to get your box, you know, the couple days before the event starts and pull out some, some fun stuff, handy workbook, agenda. Right. It, it kind of like dilutes the disappointment of not being able to go in person that year. You still get something that's, yeah. that's tangible. Right. That's awesome. I love it. I think there's, there's so much, I mean, I think I could write a book on, on the importance of, of having physical products and mm-hmm. what it really does. Uh, and again, it's amazing to, to chat with someone that's been in the business for close to four decades on it. Um, I kind of want to close out with a, one question, you know, it'd be interesting to see what you say here, but because you've been in business for these, these decades and you've seen, mm-hmm. you've seen it all, you've seen trends come and go. Like, what is the best piece of advice you wish you could have given to the younger version of yourself who was just starting out the business? Well, I know, I know when I was a, a, a young guy and, and even today, I always have this uh, analogy about, uh, you know, when you help your, your friends move back in the, uh, when you're, when you're younger and uh, there'd be like six guys and you go to go to move somebody from one apartment to another. And uh, out of the six guys, there'd be one guy that would carry the most loads. And then there'd be another guy who would do some of the thinking, like decide what, what, what to move first, what furniture needs to fit on first. And then there'd be like four guys that kind of follow the leader. So my, my my advice is to be the leader or be both of those guys in one, you know, like any, anything I ever work on, I try to outwork everybody and work smarter than, than everybody else. And, um, but, and that's what I've always, always kind of done, but now I'm super, uh, I wish I taught myself how to focus on, uh, all the big important things instead. Like I, I've been, uh, Instead of having like 25 things to do and doing them one after another, 
Mm-hmm. Now I love uh, when I wake up and go, okay, these three things are so important. I'm doing those first. Man, does that feel good. Get the priorities out of the way so it doesn't yeah. feel heavy and you can go about the rest of your day. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, before also, I kind of like glossed over this in your introduction, but you're the CEO, you're the owner and CEO, but your version of CEO is client experience officer. Right. Um, I imagine with a title like that, you take a real specific pride in yeah. making your company the kind of company that really does serve the client and, and make them feel special and make them feel valued and individual. Yeah. Cause when, when you are a, a service like we are, it's really the only thing you, you offer to people, you know, cause, and especially with the internet, you know, there's a 20 places you could find that could do, uh, you know, the same things or some of the pieces. So yeah, the client experience is uh, what I believe is the reason we're successful for 36 years. And it's mm-hmm. something I'm just like totally passionate about. And everybody on the team uh, feels the the same way I do. And I'm, I'm blessed to have a partner who handles the operations. So even though I'm CEO, I only have to focus on sales and marketing and sales and marketing is focusing on the client. If you, if you want to be successful. Mm. Well, Joe, I can think of a no better note to, to lead the interview on than, than that. And just really want to thank you for, you know, taking the time out and sharing your insights. Also, um, you know, your energy and your vibe and the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I imagine that, well, not, I want to know talking to you, but I imagine there are some high stress days just in terms of making sure that things get shipped out on time and the yeah. clients are happy, but I don't envision you yelling at your people. I envision you guys just coming together and making things work. And I want to give you like props, just like being an, a good, healthy, positive person to work for. Cause yeah. I imagine that goes a long way. Yeah. Because it is crazy when you deal with, uh, entrepreneurs who have a tendency of, uh, you know, it's like herding cats sometimes. Yes. They're just very <laughs> crazy. So we're always on edge. We're always rushing, but, um, all we do, we think of it as kind of sports, you know, how to, how to, you know, even if you're, uh, it's fourth quarter and you're behind, you just do whatever it takes to get across the, the finish line. And, um, the one thing I also like to do is, uh, like I've never, uh, walked by, a uh, a piece of trash or, you know, I'm, I've never like walk through the place and, you know, say hi to everybody. I grab a box, I grab a tape gun, you know, people like that to, to see a regular guy doing the work, you know? Yeah. Be willing to roll up your sleeves when you need to. Yeah. People know that they're not alone in the trenches. Yep. I love it. Well, Joe, thank you again for being here, man. This awesome insights i say it um, always but i think there's real gold in a lot of your replies i hope people uh, will listen back to this interview and really cherry pick a lot of the insights of what it takes to not just be in business for 36 years yeah. but do it successfully do it well with integrity and do it while serving people really well uh thank you so much i'm i'm proud to uh be a shatter the mold guy
Thanks so much again, Joe Foley. Really appreciate your insight. And uh, guys, if you like that one, by all means, please pull out your phone, leave a quick, honest, written review. And while you're at it, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And just understand that I've got so much more on the way, so you want to pretty much stay tuned and keep your ears open because the next episode will be here before you know it. But in the meantime, until then, just have an awesome day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.